I'm Nancy Showalter, and you're listening to Spirituality for the Politically Incorrect podcast. Welcome, all radical paradigm shifters and creative change makers. You who dare to create a better life and a better world, tap into the power that resides within you and use that power for constructive change. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode entitled Personal Responsibility on the Spiritual Path. This is a very important subject, especially as we look at the times that we are facing now in, our, in the United States and around the entire world. We know and we understand that the law of karma, what you sow is what you reap, We know that this is one of the primary universal laws. Jesus taught it. Many of the masters and sages who have walked this earth, as well as current uh, teaching, where we have the understanding of the law of attraction and such. We do know, from a spiritual perspective, that we have lifetimes where we have made errors or misused the flow of energy from our God source and we have created karma. We've created good karma, we've created not so good karma. In other words, misuses of energy that we need to balance. And we come into each lifetime with a specific plan. We have an overall purpose for our whole existence but we also have specific things that we agree or are shown that we must work on in a specific lifetime. We don't always understand the karmic cycles. Karmic cycles can be very grand and large, meaning we may or may not have what they call instant karma. You can have that where your karma comes back to you just instantly almost, such as driving without a seatbelt, get in an accident, and that could be the only karma was that you didn't have the seatbelt on. However, usually our karma grinds slowly and has very large spirals. Because you have to understand in order to balance karma in this dimension, there has to be a coming together of circumstances, of people that you have karma with, uh, whether you're going to be embodied through a particular person and family and society or uh, whether you know you have to seek out these people after you do incarnate so there is a specific plan and part of that plan is to balance our debts to life and also the plan is to contribute something specific in that lifetime too something we need to learn or something we need to transcend or something we simply need to contribute. We all have a purpose. We all have our cycles of life, lifetimes, and are learning through those lifetimes. So this is where personal responsibility comes in. Now, there's, there is individual karma that we can create. There 
is karma for a nation, karma for a, a planet. So karma per race, different ethnic groups. We're born into situations for a specific reason. It doesn't always mean if we're born into difficult situations, it doesn't always mean that it's simply our karma. You take, for instance, the story in the Bible where Jesus is working with the blind man who is blind from birth and his disciples say, Master, was this who, who sinned? Was it this man that he was born blind? Which gives you a clue that they understood that uh, reincarnation was a reality. Or was it his parents who sinned? And then they have this burden of a child that's born from birth blind. And Jesus answered, saying, neither. Neither was the case. This man was born blind so that the works of God could be manifest in him. So in other words, he came, he was born blind. His parents worked and accepted this soul and this plan. They were part of the plan. This soul comes in. He grows to be an older, full-grown man, all for the purpose of Jesus healing him for the glory of God. So you see, we don't always know. We can't always say when someone develops a, a serious illness or has a serious accident, oh, it was just your karma. We don't know that for sure. But we do know that we have karma or we would not still be evolving on this planet. We have karma that was created here that we need to balance. This is another reason why it takes so long sometimes for karma to come up for us to balance and have to face it because, as I said, there has to be this coming together of all these circumstances with the people that you have the karma with and the test initiations and all of these things that will come together. Sometimes not so easy for that to happen, particularly in the day and age here where we have abortion. A soul could have everything all planned out, coming with their parents, whether the parents are married or not, whether they want a child or not. Here comes the situation, and then that soul is aborted, and then you have to wait another whole cycle until all that comes around again. So we have our personal karma, and we have our group karmas. It all comes back though and starts with our personal responsibility. We are responsible for our personal karma. We can't hardly balance pers uh, world karma or racial karma or ethnic karma without dealing with our personal karma. It just doesn't work so easily that way. So as we are going through our life, we have choices how we respond to situations. We may receive some karmic energy, which is our energy still in our force field, in our subconscious, unconscious memory body. It comes to, it comes to the fore. It is time for reconciliation, for transmutation of this karma. So what, what are our choices? Our choices are to master the situation, to balance the karma, or our 
choice is to react and when something we perceive as negative, we respond with something negative and then you have the karmic cycle continuing. We're not even breaking our own personal karmic cycle, let alone any kind of societal karmic cycles. So we have to always think of this no matter what we're facing in life, whether it's a personal illness or whether it's injustices toward us. How do we deal with it? How do we respond? That's what responsibility is, the ability to respond. We are, it is always incumbent upon us to respond at a higher level with a better response. Now, that does not mean you simply roll over and, you know, you, you give up, whatever, or no matter what you do to me, it's okay. That doesn't mean that at all. But let's just take, for instance, some of the situations that we're dealing with right now in society. We could look at what's happening with the African Americans in the United States, or around the world for that matter, and we could say, in the, as far as the United States is concerned, okay, the karma of the United States as a whole, not necessarily individual people, because you may or may not have been embodied at the time of the Civil War and slavery. So we could say, okay, that karma of the nation is coming back. And here it is. Now, we have a choice as a society and as individuals how we respond to what is happening. We can look at the situation, we can understand that there is energy and things that needs to be transmuted, and we can come up higher and make different decisions. Or we can react out of victimhood when it comes to African Americans, or when it comes to the white race or any other race, we can react in negative ways but that just keeps the karmic cycle going. Is that really what we want? We are not victims. I don't care what your situation is. I don't care how, what you're born into. We do not have to be victims to our own karma. We are meant to master that karma. So if you're born into a very negative situation, Say you have children that you have a, a very difficult time with. Say you're a child and you have a very difficult time with your parents. Say they're abusing you even. Believe it or not, on the spiritual path, whatever we face, we are meant to overcome. That we can be sure of. Whether it's personal karma, planetary karma, whether it is a test of our soul, our faith, no matter what it is, there was a plan for your life. And everything you deal with in that life is your choice to have a higher response. Now again, it does not mean that we just simply lay down and allow other people to destroy us, destroy our life, destroy our society. We don't do that. That is not necessarily part of the spiritual path either. We must gain the mastery of coming up higher in our consciousness and on our responses, but not 
At the same time, we must stand for truth. We must espouse the principles of the spiritual path. And that includes justice. It includes freedom. We are meant to be free beings. And that is the great, great experiment of the United States of America. The Ascended Masters have sponsored this nation of America. And it is sponsored in the sense that it's a grand experiment. Can man and woman live together from all different cultures and nations and come together and be free? Can they be responsible for freedom? Freedom in our country means almost anything except hurting another person. And even then, we do do these things and step on each other's rights. So here we are with this grand experiment of freedom. And our founding fathers understood this. It was well thought out how the individual can be free. No more was there the monarchy. No more was there the dictator. We have the government set up. Now, does that mean the government works perfectly? Well, do we have perfect people? No, we do not have perfect people. Do we have forces that want to destroy this experiment? Yes, there are forces on this planet that do want to destroy this experiment. There are forces on the planet that Jesus talked of when he came, when he was embodied here. He said, I, this, this, this world is not my kingdom, and the prince of this world cometh. He has nothing in me, because Jesus had his karma balanced. He was free of negative karma. So there was nothing in him that any negative force could tie into. But there was that knowledge and recognition that the prince of this world, the prince, the, the one who controls this planet, or those that tie into that energy, we know as fallen ones, fallen angels, we know, you know, look at some of our very first episodes here and you'll learn more about these evolutions that have infiltrated into the planet. So there is a battle for the minds and hearts of those of the light, those of, of God who are not misusing their energy, not trying to control and the masses and steal light and energy because they've cut themselves off from their source. There is only one source, we know that. But we also know that we have free will in this dimension to create. And we are co-creators with God in heaven. We are manifesting God on earth. So when we look at things that are injustices and we say, well, why does God allow it? God allows it because he gave us free will. And we have created what we've created in our life individually and collectively. There are forces that are intent on destroying the freedom of the individual. So we do have to think of these as not becoming fooled by these forces and their whole tactic has always been divide and conquer. Any spiritual community 
through the ages that have come together, they always end up, not always, but many times end up with divide and conquer. So we must conquer the elements of darkness within our own selves. There are no perfect societies, perfect people. There just isn't because we all have our karma to deal with. We're all imperfect and we're all striving to meet that God awareness and become the fullness of the living Christ in our own consciousness and manifesting that Christ as Jesus said we are meant to do. The kingdom of God is within us and the kingdom of God means that's where God is, that's where Christ is, that's where Buddha, the higher consciousness, no matter what you call it, is. It's within us. We just finished a series on the chakras and the human aura, and this is such an important series to understand what it means to go within to discover who you really are, who we are meant to be, and then manifest that to others and exhibit that compassion and intelligence, wisdom, understanding, all of these qualities that we can embody and share with the world. So it's very important to understand we're responsible for what we think, what we say, what we feel, and what we do. It's just as simple. And our thoughts are more powerful than what we may give them. Because we know, even Jesus said, you know, if you look at a woman and committed, you commit adultery by just having that lust in your heart. So you see, everything's energy. All our thoughts, all our feelings, everything's energy. And you can project negative energy toward another person. You can project hatred. You can feel these kind of things, resentment. You want to get back at somebody. These energies affect, we affect each other with these energies. This is why we use the calling from the I am, to the I am presence for the tube of light to surround us, to protect us, so that we can keep out the energies of the world, so to speak, the mass consciousness that is not usually at a higher level of vibration. So we have our spiritual tools. But the most important thing I want to convey today is how important personal responsibility of how we use God's energy, how we use divine energy flowing through us. How do we use that energy? Do we create constructively or do we create destructively and lock ourselves just into that continual pattern? So-and-so kills so-and-so this lifetime. They come back and the other one kills the other one. And then you go back and forth. You may have killed someone in a previous life. And you may have to face that same situation again in this life. And what is your choice? They could have possibly abused you terribly even in this life. What is your choice? What do you choose to do with these choices that you have day by day, year by year, lifetime by lifetime? 
very important. So let us take stock. Take stock where you are. Each one of us, take stock. Where am I? Where am I? Am I in this karmic cycle of just you do this and I do that, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth? That was the Old Testament dispensation. Now, does that mean you do not have justice? No, it does not mean you overlook justice. When there is a crime committed, when there is someone injured, then people are held accountable. And this is part of divine law also. In fact, even the ascended masters have said capital punishment, even though it's a taking of a life, is not necessarily uh, unlawful, spir- unlawful from a spiritual perspective. Because think of it this way. Say there's a mass murderer and that individual it's 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 a definite it's not like this is some hyped up things but this is a mass murderer or someone who's killed by them having their life taken that karma can be balanced much faster right then and there in that lifetime or at least part of it be balanced so it's not necessarily we live in a karmic world is not necessarily how it always appears. So it's important to keep this perspective, to understand the spiritual law of cause and effect, what you, what you sow, you reap. Every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And the karmic law can definitely grind very slow. So when something comes upon you in your life, You must know who you are and that God within you, you manifesting God, your God self, can handle anything. And there was a plan for this lifetime. And you can overcome and transmute karma. We have the magnificent gift of the violet flame from beloved Saint Germain. And I have posted some violet flame mantras It's a frequency of energy that transmutes, and you can give mantras, decrees, and you can transmute energy, karma, from previous lifetimes, because it's all just energy. A magnificent gift from beloved Saint Germain, who is the hierarch of the Aquarian Age. That torch is being passed from Jesus in the Piscean Age to Saint Germain in the Aquarian Age. So I will leave you with that and send blessings and love to all and compassion to everyone for all the things that we must go through, our own karma and any other tests that we must be having. I will see you next week. Until then, keep an open mind, a generous heart, and a powerful spirit. Thank you for being with me today, and if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, download, and comment. I'd love to hear from you, and your support is much appreciated. And don't forget, go to nancyshowalter.com to get your free electronic copy of my book, It's Okay to Be Rich, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Increased Wealth and Personal Mastery, endorsed by T. Harv Ecker. And my free mini course, How to Speak Your Success, The Shocking Truth of How Your Words Impact Achieving Your Goals. I'll see you next week.